Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to another fantastic episode of the Business Creators Radio Show. My name is Adam Homie. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to invest in yourself by tuning in today. As the name says, our listeners are business creators. We have your entrepreneurs. We have your small business owners. We have your local business owners. We have your marketing and business coaches. We have the folks who help others create, nurture, and grow their businesses. And then on the other side of the coin, we have the do-it-yourselfers like to have your own hands on the levers. If you are one or more of the above, this is for you. Explore episodes. Discover how we help you win at the game of business and marketing at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. Also, check us out on iTunes. Just do a search for Business Creators Radio Show. You'll find it. Every five-star rating helps us help more business creators just like you. And make sure to subscribe. Fresh content will be fed into your iTunes every Tuesday. And we have over 150 episodes at your perusal right now on a variety of topics. So speaking of variety of topics, we have had one heck of a social media track on Business Creators Radio Show. And those who tune in every week know that we have tracks. We have a social media track. We have a copywriting track. We have a real estate track. We have all kinds of different tracks where we have series or collections of guests on a particular topic or particular area. And we've had a number of people on social media. We've had them on Facebook specifically. We've covered Facebook advertising. We've covered organic Facebook. We've covered how to powerfully deal with haters and trolls. We've had all kinds of topics like that. And we've had all kinds of things come up during the course of our social media interviews. But one thing that we have never really gotten into, and I'm so happy that this is going to be a jumping point for what we're going to do today, is we have never really covered the other side of Facebook. The part where, you, I mean, there's a part where you participate for free, there's a part where you pay to participate, and then there's also the part where you give to participate. And that's the topic of today's interview, how to build a profitable business giving away products on Facebook. And you are going to love today's guest. I like him already. Uh, he and I just had one heck of a chat in the green room. Uh, we're afraid we're actually going to run late. It's like, hey, we've got to get online here. Uh, he's a man I can relate to on a first-name basis because his name is Adam. His name is Adam Dukes at adam-dukes.com, adam-dukes.com. And uh, just to tell you a little bit about Adam, although I'm going to let, you, uh, let him tell you the rest of the story, he's a stay-at-home dadpreneur, a marketing strategist, a horrendous fantasy football player, a dreadful golfer, a cheeseburger connoisseur, and a waste bucket full of useless sports knowledge. All that aside, he is brilliant when it comes to Facebook, and he is brilliant when it comes to engaging and interacting with people. I'm going to make one quick comment on his bio. Being vegan myself, the cheeseburger thing doesn't work for me. However, I do have two cats, and anybody who knows cats knows I can have cheeseburger. So I can relate to cheeseburgers. Adam, welcome aboard. <laughs> hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Yeah, that intro pretty much sums it up. Yeah, I, uh, another thing I'd like to point out is, you know, we discovered when we got on the line that both of us are located in Las Vegas. We're probably about 20 minutes from each other. And the funny thing about Las Vegas that I've discovered is, having lived here about three years at this point, is no matter where you are, you're 15 to 20 minutes from where you need to be. Uh, it's a big city. 
but yep. it's really simple. You're 15 to 20 minutes from wherever you need to be for two reasons. Either you're one block away from a major interstate highway that'll take you right to the front step of where you're going, or just to get six blocks across town, you're going to sit at five extended red lights. But either way, it's 15, 20 minutes to wherever you're going. And everybody I speak to Absolutely. in Las Vegas tells me the same thing. Adam, what I'd like to yep. do before we jump in, because you know, giving away stuff on Facebook, hey, I'm a giver, I'll do it. But first of all, tell us more about what has led you to this intersection of your brilliance and passion and what you're going to share with us today. Okay, yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of a ploy from, uh, I mean, Columbia House did it back in the day. I mean, it's it's, it's been around for, for years and years, given you kind of give away a, a lower price item and the uh, e-commerce space, a, fi- a physical good, um, and you charge um, on the free, uh, you charge for shipping and handling, a low shipping and handling. The product is free, and it's kind of to get the people in, um, your marketing funnel, um, give them a taste of your product, your service, um, customer service and that, and then win them back. And then where you make the money is on the back end. You sell them next week, next month, six months down the road with email marketing, things like that, or through your Facebook page and that. So that's kind of the, the overview of it. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, the funny thing is, is people ask me all the time, well, did you go to school for that online marketing stuff? Did you go to school for that copywriting stuff? Uh, let me tell you how... I got good at what I'm doing. I got into online marketing because I uh, ran into somebody in the hallway. I originally had a business that did research and data collation for training and development firms. I built a business out of that. I jumped out of my full-time job. And then I went to a seminar, specifically James Malinchak's College Speaking Boot Camp. Uh, James Malinchak is another person who lives in Las Vegas. Uh, so all these Las Vegas people coming together in this conversation. Uh, <laughs> I ran into somebody in the hall, and they were looking for an apprentice, somebody to come on board and help them in their company. And what their company did was provide marketing to support the small and medium-sized businesses. I didn't know much about the softwares like One Shopping Cart and, you know, at the time, Ask Database was a big one. You know, things like Instant Teleseminar, Audio Generator, those types of things were the hot items in those days. And, uh, but I knew that I was a fast study. So I came on board and I learned all that stuff and I became really good at that. Within six months, I was getting clients paying me $100 an hour. So I jumped and I just restructured my own business to follow that dream. Had a web development firm for four years then shut it down, opened a consulting firm. And then beginning of 2016, we switched over and we're now in the slow burn launch of the Business Creators Institute, helping you win at the game of business and marketing. So I'm self-taught there. How did I become a good copywriter? Writing a hell of a lot of copy and seeing what works and what doesn't. Um, how, did I yep. get, how did I get good at, uh, I mean, there's things that I know how to do that I don't want to be paid for that I don't even want to do, but I know how to do them. Like, how to unhack a WordPress website. You know how I got good at that? Fixing a lot of hacks. I mean, <laughs> yeah, sometimes yep. you just get your hands on it and do it. And you, Adam, are an example of this. So right before yeah. you give us the outline for how to make money and build a profitable business on Facebook by giving away products, and I've got to tell you, this topic really excites me. I'm just, I, I normally don't get that excited because I'm such a big giver is the whole thing. Uh, I, there's a question we need to ask, and our regular listeners know it's coming, and they also know that I usually do a drum roll before I ask it. So here we go. <laughs> here in the Business Creators Radio Show, we provide the tools, techniques, and strategies to help entrepreneurs quickly grow their businesses. A lot of our listeners tell me 
They have everything they need to implement anything they need to do except for time and money. This is a question we ask everybody who appears on the Business Creators Radio Show. What I like is not only the variety of different answers, but also the variety of different ways my question is interpreted. So, Adam, how do time and money apply to what you're going to share with us today? Yeah, I think, uh, I, yeah, those are two um, excuses or two reasons. I'll, I'll use the word excuses. I hear I hear a lot from people. Um, and they, that's what they are. They're excuses. You can get started. I mean, I got started myself in this business, in, in, in the online marketing business in 2010 um, with no experience. I did have time on my side, no money, though, on my side. Um, and it was just kind of a lot of um, elbow grease, a lot of hard work, a lot of self-taught, like you were talking about. You know, I self-taught myself just about everything with YouTube videos, you know, that were all free, no money, um, late nights, you know, watching YouTube videos on how to design right. a WordPress website and things like that. Um, so I self-taught myself with no money. Um, time, I think um, you can absolutely dedicate um, even just a couple hours, even an hour, but you have an hour to spare. Gary, I'm sure the listeners are Gary Vaynerchuk fans, you know, yep. um, and kind of audit what you're currently doing, you know, um, and, and, you know, set it, put your phone down for an extra hour, you know, and instead being, or if you, maybe you're, you're, um, get off the Facebook for an hour, you know, and educate yourself. Maybe if you got to do it on a phone or a laptop, on uh, reading on blogs and starting a business and things like that. But, um, if you don't have enough time, it might take longer. It might take six months, nine months to get started. You know, if you can dedicate an hour a day, um, I, I think that's enough. But I think most people could probably find more more than an hour a day. And I know if they got um, families and kids and that, it makes it a little bit different. I, I have two little kids now, so I understand that. But um, I can find the time. You get up a half hour earlier, you stay up up a half hour later. There's your hour right there. So um, it kind of depends on how bad you want it. Um, you got to work for it. Like I said, I started in 2010 and things were rocky for a couple of years, you know, and, um, but I kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it, you know, and then, um, it starts paying off. Um, just like anything, you gotta, you gotta put in the work, uh, no doubt about it. And if you don't have the money, it's, you gotta put in the work. So money and time, I, I again, I, I think they're kind of excuses. I understand them. I've used them as excuses before, um, having the money, um, it could help speed up the process. Um, but it doesn't make it impossible. Right. I think that's very true. And you just pointed out something. There's a lot of resources out there that don't require you to spend a ton of money. How many people of us have what's known as shelf help? You buy all these courses and they send you the DVDs of it. And five years later, the cellophane mm -hmm. wrap is still on it. But hey, you invested <laughs> in yourself. You invested in yourself. Yep, yep. You took a bold step forward, but you never actually watched the damn stuff. You know what the funny thing is? Yep. People will spend, and I, and I don't want to knock this because I've you know, invested in courses that are $2,000, $3,000, but the difference is I actually took the damn courses and implemented. That's why, that's why I'm here yep. talking about it and other people are listening about it. You know, Just fair statement is um, they'll buy yep. all this intellectual material, and then you'll see them going around saying, well, uh, is there any chance that you could meet me for coffee and I could pick your brain for a half hour on this? Meanwhile, they've already invested yeah. $5,000 in answers. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Putting it into implementation, execution, action, whatever you want to call it. That is the key. Um, yep. There's a lot of people, like you said, by the, whether they're the hundred dollar courses, the two, three, four thousand dollar courses are going to the conferences once a month, you know, and uh, just not, I don't know if it's a, 
afraid of failure, of taking action and getting out there and uh, moving forward. Well, that's very true. Now, I'm ready to implement and execute on what we have to cover today. So first of all, Adam, let's define our terms. What do we mean by giving, you know, building a business by giving away products on Facebook? Uh, a lot of buzzwords in that phrase. What does it all really mean in real mm -hmm. terms? Yeah, like I said before, uh, kind of a, for an example, how I started out uh, was I, I found a necklace. Um, and that's how it works is um, drop shipping, um, kind of to get started. Uh, what drop shipping is, is you don't need to invest a ton of money or any money into inventory and that, that, it, that might not sell. Um, so drop shipping is basically getting it from a wholesaler, a supplier, a manufacturer, selling it beforehand. Um, again, no money risked, um, and then shipping it to um, your new customer. So uh, giving away, the example, I, I gave away a necklace, and it was an, a, a below-priced necklace, and I did charge shipping and handling for it. I think it was $6.95 with the ship, or $5.95. This okay. was last summer. And so it's shipping and handling, and it wasn't to profit on that front end. It was kind of, it was to break even, you know, like I said, the Columbia House with the the 12 CDs for a penny yeah. back in the, I think, 80s and 90s was kind of, um, it was kind of the same model. Um, I think it was for the penny or whatever it was. Yeah, um, but it, it was to just get that customer, and if you know business, the money is made on the back end, you know, back end being the repeat business, you know, the customer buys again and again and again and again. So the goal of the, the free plus shipping model is kind of to break even on that front end, Um on that initial so-called purchase, the, uh, the product that you're giving away. And then where you make the money, again, is on, uh, is on that back end of, of people buying repeatedly, wowing them with your customer service, wowing them with the quality that they want to continue doing business with you over and over again. You know, I'm so glad you brought that up because uh, I was a Columbia House member back in the, um, you okay. know, the 80s and 90s, and it was it was great. I, I, I got all excited because I had the penny saver and everything. I ripped out the ad, and I didn't tell my mom because I knew that she would be unhappy, but I sent my penny, and I got my 12 CDs. Uh, mm -hmm. Then I found out, oh, wait a minute. You have to keep paying every month, and now it's like 24.95, and you have to keep getting more CDs regardless? Oh, okay. Well, I just kept coming up with the money because I wanted CDs. But CDs, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. And as long as a company like that is upfront with their terms, where it's no mystery yes. that you're going to be yep. get billed yep. monthly, and and there's yep. no hassle cancellation because you will lose not only your yep. current customer for good, but you'll lose everybody yep. they speak to if you give them hassle under cancellation, because a no hassle cancellation means they may say, you know, that Columbia house thing was good. I just didn't have money a couple years ago. I just lost my job, but there's a lot of CDs I want to buy. So I'm going to mail them another penny and kick it up again. Or they say to their friends, mm -hmm. Oh no, 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 don't believe that crap. Columbia house doesn't rip you off. They're completely honest. Uh, yes. When I called them up and I had to cancel, they were so nice about it. That could result in 10 yes. people mailing in their penny today. We absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Today, yeah, today we see this model translated. Uh, we see it a lot with um, with book launches. Uh, the very common mm -hmm. model of exactly. I will send you a free book, just pay the six ninety five shipping and handling. Uh, 
Frank Kern has done that famously. Uh, yep. Jim Palmer, the yep. dream business coach, uh, that was the that was the foundation of his strategy for launching Decide the Ultimate Success Trigger, which is an internationally acclaimed book, uh, which I happen to like because I believe I was mentioned in it at some point. So uh, at least I think so. It's been a while since I've read it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I speak at all the Dream Business Academies, and Jim's a great client and a great friend of mine. So uh, that, all that being said. Okay. All that, and I and I love to give Jim shout outs whenever I can. But all that said, I just wanted to give you an example of what Adam was saying here. So tell us more. A necklace? Like what 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 was the what was the back end behind that? Yeah, so the um um yeah, necklace was the example. That's that's what I did. Um I was in the jewelry space. Um high perceived value jewelry has high perceived value. It's a little bit easier to sell to women online uh, as opposed to men. That's just kind of the, why I, the direction I took, um, it's lightweight. So there's not too much of a shipping cost. And so that was kind of why I selected the necklace. Um, basically those three things, but yeah, like you said, with the book thing, it's the same exact principle, but there's a lot of different items you can um, do it with. Um, Obviously, it's got to be a lower-priced item uh, for right. you to try to break even because you're you're running Facebook advertising, so you're uh, you're going to be paying for a customer um, the couple dollars. You know, you got to have kind of a threshold. You know, I can't pay more than three dollars per customer, five dollars per customer, something like that. So the back end was just um, they get on the mailing uh, or they they get on my email database, I guess you could call it. And then I just send out more offers throughout through email marketing. Uh, I'm not like Groupon where I'm sending constant pitch, 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 you know, I send, uh, I send my target markets, women 45 to 65. Uh, so I send out recipes and I send out things to do in the summer with your kids, you know, in like May, I sent something like that out, you know, so sharing some value. Um, and then also having a pitch or a sale, um, Usually once a month email will be kind of a pitch email. And those people who got the free plus shipping who are in my email database, you know, will continue buying. Obviously, again, like I said, they're happy with the product, the service, and that. So that was the back end uh, of mine. Um, but it's a good way to get started. Um, like I said, it's relatively low cost with the whole drop shipping, uh, low risk uh, by not having to go out and buy, let's say, 500 necklaces, and you're not sure if they're, they're going to sell or not. So... So, so that's the appeal to the business model is relatively low risk and a very low um, upfront investment. Yeah, that's 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 really cool, and uh, and I could probably see this same strategy applied to e-commerce stores. Uh, this is something we've uh, been having a lot of guests on lately about is selling through Amazon, drop shipping, building your own e-commerce mm -hmm. store, selling your own craft. So let's say. An example just came to mind, Adam, and just tell me you know, what your thoughts would be on this. Let's say somebody's on Etsy because they do handcrafted goods, uh, and they have the mm -hmm. ability to quickly whip out some earrings. Like they have you know, their machinery, yeah. and it takes them like 90 yeah. seconds to make a nice set of earrings, like put a couple, you know, put yep. a couple medallions on them or something, and they can mail these things mm -hmm. out uh, mm -hmm. for free. Just pay me my, you know, they could probably ship those for a dollar. I mean, and then just make it two ninety nine yep. to cover their own time to go to the post office and the cost of the envelope. Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I use Shopify platform um, for my store. It's just very, very simple. It's $29, the, 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 front, or the starter basic package, whatever, is $29 a month. And it's really drag and drop. You don't really have to have any special skills. 
um, to, to set it up, but that's what I use. But absolutely, if they could put some earrings together and uh, and get them out shipped um, for, I pay two fifty four for shipping um, because it's a little bit it's a it's a little thicker than the quarter inch. I think quarter inch is the um, but the jewelry is a little bit thicker. So two fifty four is the cheapest uh, if it's over a quarter inch envelope. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. And if they had the cost of goods, maybe let's say the jewelry was a dollar. Um, and like you said, if they could whip it up in ninety seconds or even a couple minutes. Um, it would be great a uh, front end product, you know, to kind of get those people, and then you send it out, and maybe you put a little coupon in the um, in the, your little envelope, you know, twenty percent off your next purchase, ten percent, something along the lines, those lines, and using some type of a special code where you know, okay, this stuff is working, you know, people, and one out of ten people that are getting a free plus shipping offer are coming back to buy with the ten percent, twenty percent off coupon. Yeah, that's that's something I I love. You know, years ago, you know, we want to talk about jewelry stores a little bit more because I think this is brilliant. Uh, we had a client um, who, and he owns a, a jewelry store, like a, like a regular jewelry store, but he also has a niche product within that jewelry store. It's patriotic jewelry. Uh, it's been internationally okay. he's been internationally recognized for his patriotic jewelry. In fact, he had an endorsement from Sean Hannity. And given that this guy's target market were conservatives, oh, wow. uh, a Sean Hannity endorsement, mm -hmm. as you know, in the conservative sphere, is a big deal. Oh yeah. So this guy, uh, you know, he had the Hannity endorsement. He had a commercial running with Hannity's voice on it, um, and he had been, done some interviews for some respected conservative blogs. So he took an approach of getting right in front of his target audience for this jewelry. I mean, he wasn't looking for males age 35 to 55 who have wives who like pewter jewelry. He looked at who his real target <laughs> market was, which was conservatives. And he yep. and and what we did is we came together and we came up with this great conservative message because we wanted to build a mailing list for him for his uh, for his patriotic jewelry. So we put up a real simple landing page, and the offer was and and the message was very simple. He said, um, "I'm in the process of writing a book about the importance of teaching American children patriotic values. So if you will just give me your name, your email address, tell me your thoughts on." patriotic values for American children and tell me whether or not I can use your name. We're, you know, whenever the book is done, I will send you a copy and I mm -hmm. will give you an immediate 20% discount on our patriotic jewelry. Well, hell people came up with, I think, uh, I think that it's important to teach children American values because they're our future to get their 20% discount. And you got a spike in sales. Yeah, I could imagine. Yep, absolutely. Also, look at the promise. That's a good, uh, good way to do it. Yeah, and, and, this and I'm bringing this up, Adam, because it ties into what you're sharing with us, is you have to look at what he promised. He said, when I'm done, I'll send you a copy. That's all he said. He didn't say the format. The format could have been a blank, you know, like a plain black and white Word document rendered into a PDF where a bunch of stuff was copy pasted oh, okay. under the title Patriotic Values for American Children. It could have been that. Or yeah. it could have been a professionally edited paperback sold through Amazon CreateSpace. He didn't say what it was. Yep. He also didn't say when. Okay. He didn't say when. So uh, I. I lost touch with that customer a few years ago, although I know he's still doing some great stuff with his marketing and he's still got the jewelry and everything. It's really great stuff. Uh, I will tell you, I will tell you 
this, um, regardless of whether or not he's actually published that book yet, he still hasn't broken his promise because he didn't say when. Yeah, I see. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, what that's he, a good way to do it. Yeah. So and that and and one of his strategies was to use his very active Facebook fan page. It had eighty thousand fans, and like any time he went on and you know sneezed in a comment, he got like you know sneezed in a post. Uh, he got. I mean, he literally could have typed, I just sneezed, God bless me, and he would have yep. gotten 150 comments, 300 likes, and 15 shares off of that is how engaged his Facebook group was. He just went in there and shared that offer. So the giving was, okay. yep. be part of my movement. Yes. Yep. Right. So uh, let's, say, uh, let's say somebody you know, wants to build an e-commerce store. Now, obviously, they need to get their hands on some low cost product so they can do a free plus mm-hmm. 695 you know shipping and handling offer where are some places to source this stuff yeah there's some places overseas that when i got started i sourced overseas i i now that i i've moved most of my stuff to u.s suppliers but um to get started for the lower priced items there's uh there's yeah you can find eBay. There's some items that I, I even used on eBay, and some of the people are here in the States. Um, a lot of it's overseas. Um, AliExpress is another one, A-L-I Express. It's like a sister company or part, something of Alibaba. Um, that's another very popular one um, overseas. Uh, those are the kind of the two that I would I used most to get started um, and just kind of, like I said, find products for under the $2 mark. And I would test out, uh, this is kind of how I would test things out. And uh, before I, again, before I invested any money in any type of inventory, I wanted to make sure the product would sell first. So I would kind of drop ship from that website. And if I had a proven winner, let's say a necklace, necklace and earrings were the two that uh, I had the success with. Um, If I had a proven winner, then I could order a bulk order of, say, 100 necklaces, 200 necklaces, 200 pairs of earrings, something along those lines order a bulk order and then I could ship it out myself, but I wouldn't order until I proved myself, you know, that I could make some sales. Okay, I've generated 15 to 20 sales on this necklace. This seems to be a winner. Um, I didn't want to go out and buy inventory on something that might not sell and um, lost a lot of money. So that's, that's the, the, the neat thing about this model is like I said, it really, you mitigate your risk with the kind of the testing of the drop shipping. And then once, uh, once it sells well, um, then you can place a, a larger order. Right, and th- and that's a pretty common tactic, by the way, for those who are listening who are getting interested in doing a drop shipping business or an e-com business. And the reason a lot of our business creators are interested in that is because they want a revenue stream that doesn't have their own name on it. Uh, we had a person on uh, yeah. Business Creators Radio Show a couple months ago, and one of his very strong points is, uh, yes, I have a bunch of e-commerce stores. No, I won't tell you what they are, and nobody who does this mm-hmm. will tell you either. And that's the whole point <laughs> yeah. of it is they'll say they have one, but they're not going to tell you what it yeah. is because what that does is it gives them the freedom to say that yeah, it gives them the freedom to have the message they want to have and not have a product out there that potentially conflicts with it. I'll give you a very obvious example. Um, let's say that somebody uh, takes a position in a political campaign or supports something that's very much about uh, protectionism and uh, and uh, you know, native jobs and bringing the money and the jobs back home. And they have an e-commerce store that 
they drop ship products they found on something like Alibaba or something like that. Can you see where there's an obvious mm -hmm. problem? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So them saying, well, yeah, I outsource the stuff from Alibaba, but I have five American assistants who do this for me, and three of them are full-time, mm -hmm. so by doing this, I'm supporting three American families. That's just not going to wash. Yes. So it gives them the freedom to do that. Or they may be somebody who is uh, – here's another example. Somebody whispered in my ear that uh, they're, you know, they themselves are uh, you know, pretty outspoken in their agnosticism, uh, but they have found a niche selling Christian-themed T-shirts. Mm, yep, yep. <laughs> Another reason why they wouldn't necessarily want the world to know, and there's nothing wrong with that, because um, if you're if you're if you're uh, you know not Christian yourself, but you're selling Christian-themed T-shirts, you're doing a good service, and whatever your belief system is, you're spreading love. And you're helping other people yes. do the same thing. So it is an altruistic, positive way of looking forward. And it's a way of bringing us together. But you might just not want to have to explain that 20 times. So you want to keep it on the down low. Yep. Yeah. And also a lot of marketers will steal. <laughs> that's why a lot of people don't share their, their stores or URLs. You know, other marketers will see it and kind of maybe copy their idea. I've, I found someone or a friend found Someone, I don't know how they found them. Um, it was a person in South Africa, and it was exact. The name, obviously, the URL wasn't the same as mine. Everything else was identical, all the products. And if you see a product with a lot of reviews, you can tell that's probably a pretty good seller. And it's, it's pretty easy to find the best sellers. And if you find the best sellers, you can kind of reverse engineer it. Um, so that's a reason, too. And, yeah, this guy had my site. It was identical. He even had my customer testimonials. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was spit an image of my site. So there will be copycats. So I think that's why a lot of people kind of hold it to the chest as well. Uh, but like you, like you mentioned, you know, they might be doing one thing, but their beliefs are um, in a, in another thing. Um, but it, I think the biggest thing is having a unique selling proposition. That's so important, especially online. You know, I mean, I know it was really popular. 30, 40, 50 years ago to have one, but now that it's online and there's so much out there, um, you know, I have a jewelry store where I sell silver jewelry. Um, <laughs> I'm competing with hundreds of thousands of jewelry stores. So having that unique angle, um, whether it's a 200% guarantee or money back guarantee or some type of a warranty that's unheard of in your industry, maybe the popular is 60 days, but you offer 90 or something along those lines, you know, to really set yourself apart because competing on price, which a lot of people resort to, um, that, that's just a race to the bottom, you know, and that's a tough way. That's a tough way to do business and, could potentially put yourself out of, uh, out of business by, by doing it that way. Another thing you have to look at, a lot of people that do e-commerce stores, especially our business creators that want to do e-commerce as a new stream of revenue. The, the reason they do it is uh, whether they plan to get rich off it and eventually retire off of it, or they just want to have a little something running on the side they can spend a couple hours a week on, and it brings in an extra few thousand dollars a month, you know, keeps them in the profit zone, maybe takes care of their overhead, yep. or they can reinvest yep. all the proceeds of their business back into their business, and they can use the e-com profits to fund their 401k and their retirement plan, you know, whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. uh, these are a lot of valid yep. reasons for doing it. Well, I mean, if I'm only looking to spend maybe five hours a week on it, which, you know, once you get it up and running, you've done your testing and you've mm -hmm. found a formula that works is a reasonable mm -hmm. thing to 
aspire to. And you're saying, you know what, I'm not really looking to get rich off this. This isn't my primary business. I'm not that passionate about it. But I am passionate about an extra $3,000 a month. Well, dag now, but I don't yeah. want to spend. I don't want to spend uh, twenty nine hundred dollars to get three thousand. I want to spend uh, uh, a couple hundred to get three thousand. If you get my meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and you don't want yep. people stealing. Absolutely. You want people stealing all your ideas or going for. Um, here, here, here's another thing too, and this was pointed out to me just yesterday. Uh, if you're on Facebook, you know, which I think everybody is, uh, you see these days that there are a lot of ads uh, for campaign memorabilia. Uh, you know, p- mm-hmm. p- you know, depicting the various candidates in different poses and things like that. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know, different mm-hmm. messages and yep. things like that. That is because people recognize that right now there is a very hot niche for that. People are excited mm-hmm. and they want to show and they want to show their beliefs. Um, they're going to the rallies and they want to have gear to wear at the rallies yep. and things like that. Uh, they're going to buy it now. In six months, those sources are going to dry up because. You know, six months from now, we will have had the election, and uh, you know, nobody's really going to be campaigning for anything at that point. They're either they're either yes. going to be dancing in yes. the streets or leaving the country, depending on who you believe. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, 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 and I and I hear that on both sides, so I'm not making a partisan statement there. I hear it on both sides. Uh, I think it's kind of ridiculous because yep. nobody's going anywhere. America's the greatest country in the world, in my personal opinion, as an American. That's just me. Uh, but uh, yes. the way I look at it, the way I look at it is, uh, you know, these things come and go too. So uh, a lot of people look for an e-commerce thing that's going to have staying power. Uh, political t-shirts mm-hmm. don't have mm-hmm. staying power, but it's also mm-hmm. a very low barrier to entry because that's hot right now. Yes. You get you get you get you get somebody who can uh, come up with a fresh take on uh, "Make America Great Again" or uh, exactly. or "I'm with her" or whatever, and you can yep. sell them right off the shelves. But in six months, you're not going to be able to do that. Yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and some of those passion, yeah, some of those passions, it could be kind of a a quick uh, a quick money maker, you know. Like you said, the right. election's a perfect example. Um, um, in the next five months, you could probably you could probably do pretty well with it, and maybe stack up some money and then invest it into more of a long-term business come November 15th, you know, or after, yeah. after the election. Um, and then, and looking outside of that, you know, some examples I use like hammocks. I, I know hammocks are boring, um, but people <laughs> buy them. That might Not be a me. seasonal thing. So that's a bad <laughs> example. Um, but those are a little higher priced items, you know, and um, obviously can't do free plus shipping with that. Uh, but you could look into the using Google AdWords um, for the, the non-sexy niches is kind of what I call it, you know, right. the, the, the things you wouldn't think about. But people Google search all the time. Again, hammocks are seasonal, although here in Vegas, you know, people are probably buying hammocks year round just about, you know, and here in the Southwest and of course in Florida and Texas and that, um, I mean, sales might dip a bit, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of different, um, I'm just trying to think of more sustainable, you know, and not, not jumping on the uh, pop culture or the, or the, or the trends. Right. But, and, and the other reason I brought that up, uh, is because if you have a proven model where you've tested it, Let's say there's a there's a hot political campaign or even like some kind of hot social meme going on and you can sell Mm T-shirts. If you already have the proven model for launching a T-shirt, you already have the the ability to use an existing store or quickly clone a store because, you know, the software inside and out. If your payment systems are already there, if the necessary Mm -hmm. veil between your e-commerce store and your public brand is there, if you need one and you already have the T-shirt designer in place where you can call them up and say, 
hey, can uh, hey, uh, I heard I heard Trump just nominated his guy for vice president. Can you make some Trump Pence stuff for me, real quick? You can deploy yep. that afternoon when you have the systems in place. Another reason to start yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like you said, you, you, if you, even if you're taking advantage of the um, popular stuff, you, yeah, you, you have the systems in place to to go out and st- start a brand new store come November or whenever the fad went down. Uh, some of the political stuff, uh, Make America Great, I know that's trademarked. A lot of the stuff a lot of the people don't know. Yeah. Uh, or maybe they don't know or they maybe they um, turn a blind eye to it or they don't. Yeah, they usually turn a blind eye or don't care. Is so they're trying to capitalize off of, I think, Trump. The name Trump is actually trademarked, you know. Um, I mean, I see a ton of T-shirts. Um, yeah, you got to be real, stuff like that. Yeah, you got to be um, careful with the Trump ex- stuff, especially like domain names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and he's got more copyrights than you're aware of. And if you look at <laughs> history, he had yeah. to pay money to use the phrase "Make America Great Again." There's an ownership factor there, and it's the same with a lot of Hillary stuff. A lot of that stuff is not as public domain as you think it is. So don't think just because somebody's a public figure. And this could also be if you're doing T-shirts around. Uh, like I'm going to say, you know, like if there's a show sort of like Breaking Bad or something like that, you can't yes. just, you got to be real mm-hmm. careful making your Heisenberg stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of people, uh, like I said, turn a blind eye to that. And even selling the stuff, um, selling the stuff from uh, buying stuff overseas, you know, a lot of that, anything to do with the music or sports or movies or TV shows. 99.9% of that's fake counterfeit stuff, and you have to have the, the reseller's license. Well, the manufacturer has to have the license to sell it, and then you have to have a reseller's license. And a lot of people, um, like I said, turn a blind eye to that and try to make the quick cash grab. But you got to be real careful, you know, the legalities of it. And that's why, I, I like I said, I have silver jewelry. Um, and, and yeah, I'm not going to get into the, the Game of Thrones stuff. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we've covered jewelry. We've covered uh, political memorabilia during an election season. We've covered books. Uh, so, you know, we have about 20 minutes left here. Let's get a couple other ideas out there where people can use this model of giving away on Facebook as a way of building an e-commerce store or promoting their own business brand or whatever it is. Uh, what, you know, what are some things that have worked for you and for your clients? Yeah, so um, just I, I, niching down to a specific. Um, I'm actually test. I, I launched a new store just the other day, where I'm testing a theory on um, a single product store. You know, just selling. For instance, this is a phone case store. Don't sell phone chargers. Don't sell selfie sticks. Don't sell this or that. It's only phone cases. And like I said, I have this theory where I, I can niche. I think I can be the specialty phone case store you know and i only sell that for another example the yoga mats you know and don't sell any yoga anything else it's just yoga mats and some people say oh you might be losing money uh, or leaving money on the table by not being able to upsell or cross sell with some other yoga items or phone chargers and i again my theory is i think i'll convert more people because it's a specialty store selling only yoga mats um Again, so I'm kind of testing my theory, uh, but yoga is a great niche um, to kind of explore. Um, the pets, uh, cats, or dog is more popular. Um, it's competitive. Um, both cat and dog space are very competitive. Um, 
which is a good thing and can also be a bad thing. And it kind of goes back to that USP, you know, I just think um, having some type of an angle or how are you unique, you know, the question that they need to answer is why should I buy from your store over Joe's store or the, the thousands of other dog stores or cat stores or yoga stores. Um, so, so being unique. So I, I um, donate to a local charity here, actually a veterans charity called Veterans Village. I donate money to them every month, and that's my right. unique selling proposition. You know, I'm a big a jewelry store. I can't compete with Tiffany. You know, right. I don't sell Tiffany type jewelry. You know, but th- those people with the jewelry, they have a lot bigger budget than I have. You know, so I had to think of some type of an angle. Some again, how how can I be unique? You know, um, and again my store and Tiffany's not the best comparison, but, um, so I just said, Oh, you know what veterans, I have a, um, a deep respect for them. Don't agree how they get treated, but I, I don't want to get political. And so I'm not a veteran myself. I don't have any in the, uh, in the family, but I thought this would be perfect, you know? And so I kind of attached, obviously, um, jewelry is not really a passion of mine, but so I attached kind of, um, a purpose and, uh, so, so that's exciting being able to donate. Um, and like we talked about before we got on about trolls, you know, and I have, I've had people call out, oh, you're not donating enough. We donate a dollar per order. Right. Average order value is $30. Um, there's a lot of other costs to it. They look at, oh, well, $30 jewelry, you're only, you're only donating a dollar. Well, we're paying about $12 to acquire a customer, anywhere from 8 to $12. Um, plus the cost of the jewelry, the shipping and all that, there's so we're not profiting $30, you know, and I think some people think that we're profiting all $30, you know, there's, there's a lot of other costs and really the dollar per order almost comes out to about 10% of the profits. Um, and that was just an easy number that I came up with dollar per order. We don't have to dissect, okay, what were the profits this month? Well, the refunds came out and exchanges and things like that. And so I just said, Hey, how about per order? Um, and I can pull that number off. That's a black and white number, you know, and so that's kind of what we, I came up with, you know, and that's been uh, fun. So that's kind of the unique selling proposition. Obviously, some people do appreciate it, but like we said, the trolls, you know, and um, um, so then I got thinking, should I change it? Should I donate more, you know? And then I said, you know what, forget this lady, you know, if she's going to not appreciate it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to worry about her, you know, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to um, think about the 10 people that said, Hey, good for you, you know? So, yeah. Um, but so coming up with a unique angle that I think that's so important, especially with e-commerce, you know, there's so, you're not going to come up with a unique idea, you know, unless you invent something and patent it and all that um, with even then, you know, people are going to copy you um, and kind of lowball the price on that. So coming up with being unique, you know, and, and just kind of sharing your story if it relates to, um, uh, you know, maybe you've got a couple dogs and you're passionate about dogs and um, you you want to share your story, you know, throughout throughout your store on, on dogs and or you rescue dogs, something like that. Uh, your story can definitely set you apart as well um, yeah. from, from the other dog stores as an example. Yeah, and you know what's beautiful about um, about Facebook? Uh, oh, actually, I don't think. Actually, I'll tell you the truth. I don't think there's a lot beautiful about Facebook. I'm just going to come out and say that. I think it's. Uh, I think it'd be a pretty <laughs> treacherous place. But I think what's great about it. Let me put it that way. What's great about it, from the perspective of the person who wants to give and who wants to serve others, as you just said, you know, you have all these forums for cats and forums for dogs. Uh, as the as the human. You know, as myself being a human who is owned by two black cats, I belong to some black cat pages, and these are people who are pretty passionate okay, yeah. about their black cats. So yeah, absolutely. What if I? Yeah. yeah. So I'm just thinking, what if I came up with a uh, 
and and this is how simple I think this is. I want to just you know spitball with here for you here for a minute. Let's say I I was able to get my hands on some some cat collars, some of the you know some detachable cat collars, and uh, mm-hmm. and I was able to mate those to some name tags, and I was able to. I'd have to do go into copywriting mode to come up with the phraseology, but the idea is that they would be cat collars ideal for black cats or ideal for the black cat you love or the ideal for the black cat who owns you. Yep. Cause there's yeah, certain- that's niching. That's yeah. definitely niching down. But like you said, you're part of a couple of the pages and you've seen how passionate um, these black cat owners are. Um, and you can kind of talk the lingo, you know? Um, so, so having an interest in whatever store you're looking to start, it, it makes a big difference. Um, I'm a cat person too, not a black cat, but I'm a cat person yeah. um, as well. But yeah, absolutely. That's, I mean, that's niching it down, not just cats, but now you're going to black cats, you know, and, right. and you're really, when you niche down like that, you really eliminate a lot of the competition because you're not tabby cats or other orange cats and you're just black cats, you know? Oh, okay. Um, and that's, but yeah, if you said there's passionate people, um, there's some, there's the cat people are very passionate, obviously dogs as well. Um, yeah. Elephants. That's another passionate. Uh, dolphins. Um, other animals. You know, not 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 pets, obviously. But there's some passionate people with a, a, a lot of those animal causes have some a very passionate fan base. And if and if you tap into something like uh, you know like like the best color collar, the best color collar for your black cat, that gets people thinking emotionally. Yeah, my little my my little mittens. He looks. So cute in his blue collar, and boy, do they nail it with that beautiful shade of blue that they have. I'm going to get one for mittens. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, yep. and, and you know, and, you know, the thing is, is you know, if you really study these, all you have to do is just spend some time and watch people share pictures of their black cats, and just start to notice for yourself any trends in the colors of the collars. I've actually done this, by the way. Yep. Um, I'll, I'll say that much. I've actually done this. And uh, just like my Princess Alessandra, she wears a red collar. Uh, and, I mean, her collar has always been red. There are, are a lot of black okay. cats with red collars. So if I say this is the ideal color collar for your cat, and one of the options is a red collar, people are going to buy into that because their black cat has a red collar. Okay, yep, yep. Yeah, and I can give those away. I mean, uh, I mean I'm probably looking at maybe 495 to ship and handle those things. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. Absolutely. Yeah, and then and then I'm including a coupon for my for my e-commerce store that has cat toys and and cat harnesses mm-hmm. and 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 cat castles and and cat food and uh, cat stickers and and cat flags and all other kinds of things. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Princess Alessandra uh, normally does not like to be held. Uh, she likes this topic so much, she's actually letting me hold her, and she's purring. Those two things very rarely happen at the same time. I work out of a home office, and uh, the cats hang out in the office in here with me. Uh, normally when I do the Business Creators Radio Show episodes, uh, they take a nap. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, you got talking cats and collars and palaces and castles. Um, but they're, they're, they're probably looking... Where's it at, Dad? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. See, and so what we're doing here is we're just, we're just having a conversation about this. So, uh, 
you know, we've covered a lot of the things you wanted to you wanted to share with our audience. Uh, now, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, you know how to get started. You know, we talked about the money factor. Uh, this is we've already established. This is something you can definitely do while working a full time job. In fact, a lot of people who have full time mm-hmm. jobs who are already running business where they themselves are front and center in a brand may want to do this on the back end, one step away from their own name as a second revenue source. So uh, there are still people out there who want the instant riches or who are going to say, you know, I know there's a learning curve, but I want it to be quick. So how long do you think Mm -hmm. it might take somebody to really get good at this in such a way they can start making the money? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously it depends on the drive, the niche, and that. I mean, I helped a guy just a couple months ago. He worked a full-time job. He's out of Denver. Uh, worked for Solar City uh, as a salesman out there, and so he did it part-time. He's a younger guy. He's 25, 26, younger compared to me. Um, so he had to drive, I think, to stay up maybe 1, 2 in the morning, you know, and, and put in, I don't know, 2 to 5 hours maybe per day, Um at night, you know, after his day job, uh, but he hustled hard and uh, put in the work, and he just quit. I just got word last Saturday, or two Saturdays ago, yeah, so a week and a half ago that he quit his Solar City job, and now he's going full-time, uh, and we started working together in February. Um, so at three months, you really could, um, I mean, in a month, you could have a little bit of extra cash. Um, in three months, you could you could be doing a couple thousand in profit. Um, absolutely. Again, the drive and uh, picking which products to sell and kind of which niche um, is, is a big factor of it. But yeah, it's really not hard. There's plenty of resources on YouTube, plenty of uh, either webinars or, or just YouTube recording videos on how to get started. Like I said, Shopify is very, very simple um, to set up. And when I got started, I set up everything. Never have done Shopify. I do have website design experience, but nothing Shopify. I set right. it up and I made my first sale. I think it was it was less than 24 hours. It was like 21 hours in, and I kind of joke around and say it's kind of like a drug. I was hooked. I thought, holy smokes, that was fast, you know. And the website wasn't perfect. There was mistakes, you know. It was just that fast action. I wanted to see if this really worked, and all it took was that one sale. And I thought, I better get so-called perfect this website and get it up and running and, and set, you know. And But like they say, the rest was history. I started with $5 a day uh, uh-huh. advertising, and I'd make a sale, and then I went to $7 a day, you know, a couple days later, and then I'd make a, two sales, and then I said, right, you know, and I'm going to go up to 10 bucks, you know. And, and then I went to $13, you know, and then I went to $18. And um, the third month in, last August, I had a mindset issue. I could not spend $100 on ads. It was all in my head. I thought the wheels were going to fall off. I thought the system was going to break if I spent $100 and I'm going to lose all my money. And I got to $100 and spending on ads in a day and nothing happened. I, I made more sales. And so I got to 120 and within, I think, 11 days of spending 100 I was spending them $400 a day um, on Facebook ads and it was kind of the four, it was like the four minute mile that guy in 1954. Um, nobody believed it could happen, and then once he did it, more and more people. I can't remember four or five, six people did it within I think a month or two months of him doing it, and it was the belief thing that held me back, you know. So you can start with, like I said, I started with five dollars a day, and there was a couple times I spent fifteen hundred dollars in a day. Um, a couple months ago, I had a product that was selling really, really, really well, um, and again, it all started with five dollars a day. And that, and that's the thing too. Uh, sometimes we forget that once you have the model, 
and you make the model work, your results can be mm -hmm. exponential. So what was stopping you from going from $50 a day to $100 a day was really all in your head. I mean, you'd come from $5, $7, $10, $15. Just like we mentioned earlier, yep. we were talking about if you have an election cycle coming up, regardless of what country you're in or what year it is, and uh, you want to sell some political T-shirts so people have gear to wear at the rallies and just stuff they can wear around, they can show off their pride in their candidate. Well, uh Jumping into that business from scratch can be very difficult, but if you already have the mechanisms in place, it's very easy to call your developer and say, I need a clone of the store under this domain and then connect it to our Stripe. And call your designer and say, uh, they just picked their running mate, and I want to be the first one out there with T-shirts with that running mate's uh, name on it. So can you get that for me this afternoon? Mm -hmm. I'll pay you extra. And you can deploy in an hour. Yep. Yep. But once you have the mechanisms in place, and you're able to build those mechanisms, and you have the track record for knowing how to do $5 a day, $7 a day, and then scale and scale and scale. So when mm -hmm, you start mm -hmm. targeting your ads to the Facebook groups, Facebook pages, and Facebook users mm -hmm. who like that candidate, you can very yep. quickly scale your investment and know that your targeting is either going to be rock solid from the jump or you're going to get there quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Spot on. If there's anybody that if there's anything that you know people I think should take from this interview is it comes down to practice, getting good at it on a on a pace of your own choosing, so that when the real opportunities come up, the big opportunities, like let's say something happens in the news and you can capitalize on it, your systems are in place and you're not scrambling to be the nineteenth person to the to the game. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Acting fast and yeah, exactly. Fast yeah. action. Right. Yeah, which yeah, fast action comes through long, slow work is what I like to say. Uh, yep, <laughs> exactly. Now, now I want to answer one more question here, and I just want to get some clarity for our listeners on how this works. Uh, I think I'm already. I think this is asked and answered at this point. It's it's 2016 for crying out loud. But uh, I want you to give me the detailed answer. Do you need to invest in a lot mm -hmm. of inventory? No, not up front. Like I said, I would test. I test products. Um, I, and I still do it. I, this is how I test products. I'm not going to invest in inventory if I don't have to. And so I test some products and I test, I run advertising on Facebook to let's say a, a necklace, for example, right. and I'll start at $5 a day and I will let it run for four days. So I'll spend about $20. And if I don't have a sale on that first $20, I, I move on next product. And then I continually do that. Um, so after $20, no sales, I move on and, and I take emotion out of it. Now on Facebook, you can see if people have added to the cart, you know, so that's kind of a buying symbol, you know, so if I don't have any sales after $20, but let's say this product's been added to the cart maybe five or six times. Well, is it the shipping cost? Maybe, maybe, maybe we make an adjustment on the shipping. Um, but so that's kind of how I test products. And like I said, if things start picking up and things start selling well, after about 15 to 20 sales, I'm going to place a bulk order. And you can place a bulk order, um, and usually if you spend 200, 200 to 300, you can ask for free DHL shipping from the supplier in China. And I right. placed an order two weeks ago. They shipped it out on Monday, and it was here at my house in Vegas on Thursday, Monday to Thursday from China. Wow. So it can get here very, very quickly. That's the fastest that's ever happened, but it was just recently. Uh, but it's usually five to seven days. Um, so 
So if you don't order enough, let's say you order only 50 or 100, you know, maybe you don't have the capital to place a order for a thousand. Um, I still just order usually in the couple hundred, and because of the shipping so fast. And if I see uh oh, a couple hundred wasn't enough, I place another order. Um, right. I'm moving. I found a supplier here in the states that I'm moving to, and I'm going to be doing all drop shipping. Um, I've not been the best at the whole inventory management. That part's been uh, a little tricky for me. Uh, like I said, some items I would order too many. It, it, it appeared it was a hot seller. I placed an order for 200 rings, and it was like the universe knew and said, "We're gonna this this ring is gonna stop selling on Facebook as soon as I place the order." And then I had I tied up a lot of my uh, cash flow and inventory that it eventually sold. Um, but not like I thought, you know, and, and tying up that cash flow can sometimes uh, really halt things, you know, or slow things down. Right. Yeah. And I just wanted to point out what you said is, uh, I mean, again, you're even saying this might be a bit of an outlier, but you place an order. It was only $300 to get your free shipping and they got it to you in three business mm -hmm. days from China. So mm -hmm. you don't, and, and free shipping, heck, I mean, that can turn, if you'd have paid shipping on that, um, even for like a five to seven day order, you probably would have been close to four hundred and fifteen, four hundred and thirty dollars all said and done with your cash outlay. So yep. if three hundred dollars exactly. is your threshold with that particular wholesaler, holy crap, that's good. Now, unfortunately, we are near out of time. And Adam, I want to turn the floor over to you for one more moment. Um, I know you have some things for our listeners, because I know we have some people who are listening right now. They're saying, yeah, this sounds pretty interesting to me. So turn over the floor to you. And how are you, what do you have available for our business creators to help them get started? Yeah, like I said, uh, YouTube, that's what I use. Um, there's, uh, there's plenty of free material out there. I have um, information on my site, adam-dukes.com. Right. Um, I have a ton of videos. Uh, I started a, I recently started a video series where I answer common questions, and I try to do it in 60 seconds or less. I know people are busy. They don't have time to watch a 17-minute video for one tip, you know, so I try to keep them under 60 seconds, and it's just common questions I see asked in Facebook groups. Uh, so those have been helpful. I just recently started that. I'm getting some good feedback. My blog post, I talk about it a lot, and again, just YouTube in general. Um, but going out there and taking that fast action, that's, that's going to be the best way to learn. Yeah, I've been to your website, adam-dukes.com, and you have some great resources. Uh, I mean, I don't want to spell them all out on the recording because you may adapt them yeah. because you're a dynamic marketer. But uh, there are some, fr some great free and paid resources, including some great YouTube videos that are here to help people who want to get involved with uh, building a business and a family at the same time. Just got to say, I love that. Teaching men how to build a business and family at the same time. I love that. Yeah, I just kind of honed in on that message um, just uh, somewhat recently. I kind of like working with, with dads, you know, that maybe are the accountant in the day job, but they they know they were born for more, you know, and they want more and maybe uh, they want a side business or maybe a full-time business where they can spend time with the kids and that. Yeah. That, um, or more time with the kids, I should say. Yep, that's another track that's emerging on Business Creators Radio Show are entrepreneurial ideas and entrepreneurial strategies that allow you to have all the, the, the money you need to and all the time you need so that you can spend it on what, you know, in the end of most people really matters, which is family, friends, causes, and loved ones. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I take the kids to daycare Monday through Thursday. Yep. They stay home Friday. Um, that's on purpose, you know, and we hang out. The three of us hang out, and then I, I do very little work on the uh, weekends. Yeah. Um, I, I very, do very little work on Friday, so I kind of work four days a week, and uh, those other three days are kind of dedicated to them. And then, obviously, nighttime is uh, six yeah. to nine is their time, too. All right. So we're at the top of the hour. Adam Dukes, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor and an education. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Adam, for the opportunity. I uh, really appreciate it. All right, my man. Uh, For everybody listening, this is Adam Homey, host of the Business Creators Radio Show. Please check out our previous and our upcoming episodes at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com and on iTunes, where we help you win at the game of business and marketing. Until next time, have a great day. Take care.